1: your space face close to mine love freak out in a dune age daydream oh yeah folks this is it episode five of Dune Inherit the Sand, our limited series, playing Dune Adventures in the Imperium by our good friends at Modiphius. And I'll tell you what, I got senioritis today. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be the happiest little clam in town in two hours. Uh, not that I haven't loved every second of this, but homebrew is for the fucking birds. This is exhausting. <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is... Well, you, you're killing it, Troy. We, well, that's very this kind. Is, uh, this is a, ol- a thorny and tangled web you have woven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the only way I could have pulled off any of this is with this unbelievable cast who makes homebrew just uh, slightly easier and less stressful I mean you you guys have been killing it, but uh, this is just not my uh, preferred way of doing things i'm an over planner I like having everything over-planned, and you just can't do it in a game like this uh, you, you can't you kind of have to just read and react i've got these little set pieces but I, I hate things being messy and like, with improv it's sometimes it's going to be messy but i I think we've've we've, we've found a way to weave a, a very Interesting, uh, unique story together, and, and today is going to be the conclusion of part one. Let me ask you, Becca, because I know you uh, GM a lot on uh, Good Time Society, and uh, you know, you're know you a seasoned game master at this point. What do you like? Do you like a, a pre-written uh, scenario, or do you like to just bebop and scat and see what happens? I'm
2: so glad you asked, Troy. I am filled completely with utter terror every time I run a game. <laughs> um, so pre-written. I'm going to go with pre-written. Yeah. But I completely understand where you're coming from.
1: Yeah, you know, it's like, like even with a pre-written, you're going to add so much to it. You're going to, but you have that backbone to fall back on. Yeah, this, and it's like, not hmm.
2: that I even need it. It's that I don't, I, I want to feel prepared even if none of that matters later.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, it's important. You know, you, you're, you're hoping that the story that you're weaving together is going to find its way back. But like when you have it pre-written, you know, you've got, you've got pre-written ways to get back on track. Skid, you're a, a lifelong gamer, lifelong, uh, GM as well as player. And correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, you hate, uh, doing homebrew,
3: right? No, I do. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever really done it. I, I, I have done it a couple of times, but it's just like, I just don't trust myself. <laughs> to make something interesting from scratch I like having some Basis to work from And then fucking with it Yeah As opposed to just coming up with something for myself I also apologize as I just saw a mouse
0: So
4: Is it Ideality Get Giant ears
0: a Prophetic image <laughs>
1: Bow down to him. He is now so, your, your ruler. You're in his house now. I am. This is. I guess I got to move out.
4: Oh,
1: you have to burn the place down. Um, I unfortunately. So,
3: apologize for my distraction. Yeah, but you hate a you hate a homebrew. Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's,
1: it's
2: like, not that it's not better. It's that we prefer to be lazy.
3: <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny because sometimes doing homebrew can be less stressful because a lot of times, like I think that if when you're when you're trying to stay true to a a pre-published source that's where a lot of the stress comes from for me too so it's like if you know that like the, all this is yours and it's like it can go wherever you want then sometimes that actually can paradoxically paradoxically be a little less stressful but
1: yeah, I think there's a school of thought where people think, "Oh, if it's homebrew, it's so much easier because there's no way anything can be wrong. Oh, the p- party wants to go over there? Great, let's do it. Let's make it up as we go." Uh to me that's that's added stress. Ross, I want to ask you, uh, obviously your uh, the the whole gaming world is still uh Still relatively uh, new for you, but you're, uh, you know, you, you made your bones in the improvised Shakespeare company. So you're, this is your thing is improvising. What do you think? Like, obviously it's different as a player than as a GM, but how do you think you'd feel comfortable when it came to running things? I mean, I've
0: run, I'm (laughs) currently, I am currently playing a home game for dming a home game of dungeons and dragons what's that like not on stream (laughs) just with friends playing at home where you you don't record it no, no. Um, it's not for anyone's consumption. Uh no one no one gets to judge it except the five people there at the table. You're um, not monetizing your leisure time? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm keeping my hobbies like separate from I miss some home extent. games. Um, I know, I do too. Um, <laughs> no, granted, it's been a while. But we um but it's like with Clint. uh Clint Trucks and and uh and, uh, oh, oh cameo from my wife. Uh, <laughs> is she gets she like to be in game. Don't talk about our game. <laughs> she she gets to as soon as she wants to, which is not yet. <laughs> uh, but um, I I am I've never cracked a module. I've never looked at one even. So I don't I don't. To me, it's just kind of an undiscovered country. I'd love to try it at some point, but I'm I'm very much kind of homebrewing everything and kind of shooting from the hip and what you described of like the freedom of like they want to go to a tavern so i'll make up the tavern is like very much how how we do it and for that reason i think yeah some some of the sessions are are tight and and fun and some are a little a little more baggy (laughs) but but i think that's fine because everybody because i'm blessed to you know the friends are down to clown and do whatever and most of the time the bagginess has to do with them just wanting to. Through the fat with whatever random NPC just wandered into their line of sight, so it's a uh, yeah. I, I'm 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 very much a not a planner because I'm also lazy.
1: Oh well, uh, I guess it's appropriate now that I mentioned the new thousand uh, dollar per month tier on our Patreon. Uh, join Ross's home game. Uh, an improv, yeah. improv master will run you through for the low low price of. 1K a month. Uh, cool. Just let me wet my beak in that sweet, sweet 1K. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs>
2: Is that including plane ticket or not so much?
1: Well, oh, Russ, honey. the uh, minimum wage just went up. We'll take care of you. Great. Um, Nora, uh, I know you are standing at the precipice uh, mm. ready to dive into the world of GM. I could see yes. you standing there jump. Uh, when you do jump, uh, what, uh, which way do you think you're going to go? You think you're like, you know what homebrew, or am I just, you're just going to grab a module and go to town.
5: I am not going to dive head first into homebrew for as much, like as an intro. <laughs> no, I'm generally as, uh, as like a personality trait in general, I don't like to go into something unprepared. So mm. the thought of that just gives me hives.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a lot and you know what's funny is i get the sense that uh as as more games start to become popular that aren't pathfinder that aren't D uh there more there's less modules being released and it's more open-ended storytelling it's it's gaming that is being made uh so you don't have to worry about grid maps and it's all theater of the mind and uh I don't know. It seems like the more we play these games, the more we're just going to have to do it, whether we like it or not. Um Even Cthulhu, you know, you grab a Cthulhu module, some of the greatest Cthulhu modules ever written. You're still sitting down and and just improvising and trying to keep the investigators on track. So <laughs> you uh, find
5: a ketchup wrapper on the floor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> a mouse scuttles across the floor. <laughs> uh, one thing I'm just I'm very excited to to wrap up this story and and have this stress relief and to hand it over to Jared who only does homebrew who would did, did he want, not even interested in cracking a module that is his jam and so uh i'm so excited to see what he does with this story and i don't think uh, he gets
3: nearly as stressed out as you do or i do no, no i don't he get loves that it. sense oh yeah. no I, yeah. I and like
5: you know I've, jared thrives in chaos
4: oh yeah he, he, does he really stand does up
2: and that's the most terrifying thing a person could do
1: yeah, I know yeah. he's really excited about this and, uh, he's gonna have a pretty, pretty quick turnaround, uh, to start recording those episodes. So, uh, he's not gonna have a lot to work with because I don't know what's gonna happen to House Houdin at the end of this episode. Let's be honest. Some of you may die. That is kinda like, if this was a movie version, some of you don't make it out of episode five. Let's be honest. Now I'm not trying to kill you. Well, no, I am gonna try and kill you. But, uh, you know, just putting it out there. Some of you don't hope you're not too attached to your characters. They, they might not make it. Oh boy. Uh, we'll see, we'll see you next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'll, I'll be interested to see. Uh, I think Jared, I'm going to have to, when we finish recording this, I'm going to immediately email Jared and tell him what happened. And then his wheels will start turning for yeah. when you guys start up, but I'm, I'm excited to see it. And, uh, last week was a real, uh, real barn burner i had no idea how long that sandworm chase was going to take and i didn't even know if it would be good and that was i had so much fun usually i'm just like ah that was was stressful that was so much fun seeing the mechanics really come out and i know they're chunky they're chunkier than they seem but i felt like we uh we played it uh found a good mix between the mechanics and, and and the drama um so i'm gonna be really interested to see how today goes so you made it away from the sandworm, you got into the cave, uh, great use of creating an asset uh, by Becca, creating this uh, sort of uh, stray Fremen, like, come a this helpful way, Fremen. a helpful mm-hmm. Fremen, uh, unfortunately that complication uh, led you to being surrounded by a, a whole uh, sitch of these people who recognize Korin. And think that Corin is just a deserter that left the Fremen behind to go work with these water drinkers. And, uh, you know, it got very tense there. And then you were able to use your, your training and set design to put on a bit of a spectacle. <laughs> and, uh, quell or calm these these Fremen who are ready to just whip out their chris knives and go to town. Roll for (laughs) razzle-dazzle. Roll for jazz hands. A little bit of voice, a little bit of throwing sand in the air, and they believed you. But the naive of that siege uh, was not naive. He knew what was going on here, but he wasn't going to uh, wasn't going to let everybody know that this is just a or a trick because he believed you, Corin, when you said, we're all in this together, our paths have converged for a reason. And it made him think, perhaps that reason is the four of you dealing with this darkness that has entered their cave system. And perhaps this darkness that has entered their cave system is exactly what you are after. And mm-hmm. we find out at the end of the episode that it is because as you navigate the cave system and they leave you behind and head back to their HQ, you find crates with weapons, you grab a laser gun and a couple swords so now you're all armed and then Corrin sneaks up to look around the corner sees two Sardaukar soldiers opening a crate and throwing the partially decomposed body of Dresden Tylorus on the ground and then Thurman Tylorus, the uncle, rolls up sees you, Corrin, realizes you're not alone Faris comes up with a laser gun pointed at them Mind you, if he pulls the trigger It could kill everyone within a three mile radius But then The real Dresden Tyloris walks out and explains that the one that you met at the opera house was just a body double who had been his body double his childhood friend and had Tleiloxu's surgery to look exactly like him, training to sound exactly like him, and he was a sacrifice for some strange plan. Dalesa stays hidden, Aurelia stays stays hidden, until Dresden introduces you to his future bride-to-be. A young woman walks up, 17, 18 years old, looks exactly like Delessa, but just younger. She knows that Delessa is standing around the corner, calls to her. Delessa, hearing that voice, hearing that Bene Gesserit uh, prandu, Pranabindu conditioning, and the and the voice comes forward, and the woman introduces herself as Delessa's mother. Now... During character creation, you guys created your the mechanics of your characters, and then I emailed you all and said tell me tell me like uh, tell me a little about your character, a couple sentences, and then maybe a secret you don't want the rest of the party to know. Uh, Becca well, what do you want to reveal about what you said to me? If anything,
2: All I know about my mother is that she was called by the Bene Gesserit, to work as a truth sayer and in my mind I don't know if I said this I thought she might have gone to work for the emperor and my father was killed and that's all that I know and I haven't seen her um, since she gave over control of the house to me told me to take care of it
1: and now here she is kinda uh, (laughs)
2: <laughs> I don't I think that she was older than 17 or 18. I was 14 when I took over. So uh, I recognize her, but I don't I haven't seen this version of her before.
1: Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Your mother wouldn't be younger than you. She doesn't even really I don't know what memory no you have work. of your mother even
2: in Los Angeles could ever. <laughs> <come> <laughs> <to watch> <laughs> <for> <laughs>
0: Not even on the planet of Bev lee Hills.
4: <laughs> <Goodness. laughs> Bev
1: Um, she steps forward, and again, dressed in this clash of like traditional Bene Gesserit garb and these blue rubies, it is like royalty. She looks like she's stunning, and she just looks at you, Dalesa, and and kind of shakes her head and there's there's a true sadness in her eyes a sad, deep sadness that belies her her age and she looks at you and, and says my darling Dulesa long ago I I left you and for that I am sorry you were a child my only child and You deserved better, but you must understand I had no choice, my dear. My womb belonged to the Bene Gesserit and I was never meant to bear children. I was to be preserved for something greater, they would always tell me. A purpose they kept hidden. All of your brothers and Sisters, I... was forced to kill them... before sunlight ever hit their face. But in a moment of weakness I... went against the Bene Gesserit's wishes... and had you. Many of us... have made that choice and... no doubt many more will make that choice as time moves forward. Though... You and I have powers that most would only dream of. I'm sure you know the sisterhood takes far more than it ever gives. Our lives are not our own. You know that as well as I.
2: Nor should they be. We are in service to something much greater than ourselves.
1: What do you believe that to be?
2: In front of these others, I dare not speak it.
1: You may speak freely. We are all friends here.
2: Of course, it is our goal to create the rulers, to pull the levers through the means at our disposal. Offspring. And I am grateful that you win against your orders in birthing me. I don't know why, but I'm sure that will be revealed to me in time.
1: Yes, at the time I didn't know why as well. But I felt as if I needed to bring you into the world. But then I just as quickly abandoned you. And so when I left to become Truth Sayer to the Emperor, it was also not my choice it was my punishment for allowing you to live. So I accepted my fate so that you could thrive. But the fabric of time continued to weave through eternity and soon I saw a path a new path than the one that was chosen for me. For though as I for though I was Old. The Emperor took a liking to me. I could sense his lust in his every glance, and I allowed him into my bed, far from the Bene Gesserit's prying eyes. By the time they discovered this, I was too protected for them to hurt me. But what they could never know is that the child I bore would simply be a vessel to give me a chance at the life that was stolen from me long ago because while this body that you see before you the skin and bones are that of your half sisters technically it is I my child your mother
4: the abomination. You
2: stole their youth to create this this vessel
4: you wear?
1: I suppose one could look at it that way, but we are one, I and the body you see before you. Sadly, the Bene Gesserit do not look kindly upon what they call An abomination. They would have me eliminated if they ever knew. But thankfully, the Emperor favors his bastard daughter and grieves over the mistress he lost, giving birth to me. He is a fool. A powerful one at that, but he knows not even what I am.
2: I think I understand. The other memory that is gifted to us should you have taken it on your deathbed and also your birthing bed you would have enlightened the daughter to have a part of you precisely and what is your purpose now that you have stolen the gifts of the Beni jeseret in your solitary quest for survival.
1: Hmm. Well, this was the new path that I realized for myself that I was speaking of. Because for many years I thought I would just waste my days as a mere truth-sayer. Essentially a prison. Prison for what crime? Giving birth to you. But the new path I saw became quite clear to me so even as a child I began working with the Benetle to create Gola to be placed all over Arrakis weaving their way into houses great and small hiding in plain sight until I could come of age and call them to my side House Tylorus was the perfect place on which to sow the rest of my plan. I knew I would always return here to Arrakis with young Dresden now by my side. I would bring him back as well and they would consider it a miracle and I, a miracle worker, good Uncle Thurman here, crushed by the sadness of his nephew's death traveled deep into the desert in search of a rumored great oracle who would resurrect the dead he found her and Dresden was miraculously brought back to life you see Thurman just laughing at this whole cockamamie lie that they've all concocted sadly Though Thurman succeeded in his quest To bring young Dresden back to life He perished In the journey Thurman Tyloris goes from smiling And turns to look at her like What are you talking about? And as he does, Dresden Tyloris in a flash Draws a knife and lodges it Right through his uncle's neck (laughs) And Thurman Tyloris just collapses To the ground, just (laughs) Coughing up blood
2: a liability?
1: Yes. The truth can only be known by so many people. But now, Dresden and I can return to House Tylorus. They'll see their son alive, and I will confide in them that not only am I this powerful oracle that can resurrect the dead, but that together we will bring a child into the world a child with the emperor's blood inside of it as well as Tylorus blood and Dresden and I will rule house Tylorus and our child will rule the universe
2: and what of house Houdan an incredible house that you have spat upon what of the Bene Gesserit will no doubt come for you seeking to destroy you for they will sense the other memory you have taken
1: yes I spent many years fearing the sisterhood fearing what they would do should they ever find out but I am not concerned about them anymore for once Dresden and I lie together I will give birth To the Kwisatz Haderach (laughs) And the sisterhood Will stay away In fear As for House Houdan Unfortunately It makes me question Ever saving you in the first place Knowing that now I have to do to you What I did to all of your siblings For you were my one gift I kept for myself but now I must eliminate you as well.
2: Your plans are foolish and ill thought. Death is a part of life you cannot run from it.
1: I agree with you but we will not run from death. We will become Death. We will eliminate our enemies, and those who stand in our way will perish. Just as you and your friends.
2: Enough talk, and I want to shoot the gum jabar at her like a dart.
1: <laughs> one of those moves. The one wow. that I
2: had already palmed.
1: Are we getting into this? I heard enough. Fuck
0: this bitch. This this is quite the quite the Oedipal braid of uh, (laughs) (laughs) of, of twisted relations. Yeah, this is. uh, There's a lot going on here. Fight the memory of your mother that's trapped in the body of your half sister. (laughs) Tits.
2: families. I
4: right. (laughs)
1: thanksgiving uh, always uh, awkward god. uh, <laughs> uh Delessa reaches down you see this Pharos and Corin, Aurelius you may be able to see it around the corner back there I just want to know where everyone's head at heads at before we get
5: into this I know it's not in the line of fire
1: <laughs> <laughs> you stand in the way of the No. <laughs> uh yeah, Pharos, you, maybe you see this first. Your eyes never miss a trick. Yeah. Um, where's your mind at? Like, this is, is going is, down? Right, oh. as this is going down, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm also, and,
0: and forgive me if I miss this, Troy, just to, like, if there's Sardaukar here, does that imply that the...
2: Oh, right, I wanted to ask.
0: Is is the? Does this imply that the Emperor is involved in this scheme? Or that these are uh,
1: sorry, <coughs> soldiers that have been turned... To her faction, all she said is that the emperor favors his bastard daughter, and right. so maybe he lets uh, the Sardacora travel with her. Um, right. Now she may have other plans where she's like, talk them into like, you're with me now. Okay. Um, yeah. Then
0: Ferros has a has a
1: um as this goes down, will
0: um has his eyes on them keep the fight between mother, sister, and daughter, <laughs> and I'll uh, see if I can, if I can uh, use what I've just heard to sway the car uh, before they attack us, since she's just admitted in front of them that she's working against the, em- the interests of the uh, of the emperor they've sworn
1: to protect. Oh. Okay. Corin. Where's Corrin. your head at with this? You see Delessa going for this, and you know, like, if this leads to a fight, these are Sardaukar soldiers. These are elite killing machines.
5: Corin does not pretend to understand the ways of the Bene Gesserit, but she does know that she is a little tiny cog in the great, wheel of faith and truth and justice. And so my Chris Knife does not care what um, you know, what side anybody's taking politically. Corin knows that she has to protect her Duchess at all costs. And so if that be against her own mother, then so be it.
1: Morellius, I like to think that the way the uh, cave works, you've heard all of this echo down the hallway as you crouched behind yeah. the crate, holding this lock sword. <laughs> uh what is your? What are you calculating right now? Like the odds of survival? Like, yeah. what is happening?
3: It's an escape plan, I guess. I mean, <laughs> he's not a fighter. <laughs> I, yeah, this situation I just I just don't know. I don't I don't have a lot to offer. <laughs> you're, Unless I want to like listen and <laughs> I had to a story or negotiate or something. I just I don't know. I will it say is. one thing.
5: They did
2: just kill someone
5: that could have helped them in this fight. <laughs> if if I if I die in this episode, y'all owe me a pregen. Because I'm not rolling up a whole of character.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm I mean, sitting yeah. on a, I'm I'm sitting on a right doomsday. Do- I'm holding a doomsday device in my hand at this moment. So, mm-hmm. like, that's. I feel like that's a pretty good uh, bargaining position. Yeah, yeah the atomic really option is still out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think you. Man. I, th- God, I don't know. Give me an understand role here uh, because, yeah, you, this isn't your jam. I'm sure if we got into it and you had to start rolling the fight, you know, let, you let the dice tell the story, maybe you get a lucky stab in. Sure. Uh, but let's – you're the one that's kind of thinking this through and thinking what all the options are. So let's let's get you involved with an understand role about what is a situation here that could help you, we'll say. Yeah. Um, Just to give everybody an update here, last week we finished with six momentum and five threat. This is the beginning of a new scene. You lose one momentum, so it's even, Steven, five momentum, five threat. That seems a lot more in line with how it should be. Uh, right, so understand. Great. Cultural studies, house politics, maybe house politics. I don't really know. This is is survival. Um, what are we looking for here? I am House Houdin. House Houdin is me. Is this duty? I think so. Justice. Yeah, I think it would have to be duty. Yeah, I think so, too, because if this ends badly, there is no House Houdin. Yeah, and I if House Houdin is to, you, there's
3: no you. Right. And I think that, if anything, this is, th- this is either I have to go with this drive statement or challenge it right here, because I, feel I have to put myself in a position where I will be killed, he thinks. To preserve the house or just challenge it, strike it out, and run for the
1: Rocky Rockies. Right. Yeah, what are you going to be a freelance the Mentat? Rockies. Yeah. The Rockish uh, Rockies. The Rockish a, Rockies. A freelance Mentat uh, on the streets a of Aberdeen. All right. Um, I'm going to set the difficulty at one. Okay low difficulty, because you're just trying to scan through and think of, is there any option here? And if you hit it, I'll I'll give you something. And you can always spend momentum to get more information, but uh, we're looking at a uh, 8 duty, 7 understand. So your target is 15, 2d20 you need 1 success, 1 roll under 15. Okay. I think I am going to take a momentum
3: to get an extra die. Okay. 4 momentum, 5 threat. Uh, okay he's looking around he's calculating okay a 17 14
1: and a natural one. Oh, so three successes so you succeed and you gain two momentum so you go from uh, from five to four to now six momentum versus five threat yeah All right, so I imagine, standing back there holding this, eyes go up in the head like they did from uh, episode one, trying to suss this all out. And you think about the odds. Two Sardaukar soldiers, a Bene Gesserit, and a young crafty heir. Also dealing with this person,
3: and the in the in, in pharaohs who mm-hmm. i now believe may be just a traitor to our cause i don't know he's a benny the laxu like i don't know what the hell's going
1: on there yeah is it four on four or five on three right i lost my ornithopter that's on my mind <laughs> no that's that's still nagging at you like i got to buy a new ornithopter if i yeah, survive
3: there's um, still, still a mouse in my apartment that's bothering me
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, a lot going on let <laughs> Can you spend threat to get rid of the threat to get rid of the mouse? All right, here's what I'll say: the Sardaukar are just straight up killing animals. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of reasoning with them. They're going to do what they're directed to do. This woman, you don't quite know what's happening here. What kind of magics she possesses? Maybe similar to your lady. Uh, maybe much more powerful. Um, I imagine you going through your Rolodex of what this means, like trying to figure this out if you've even heard of uh, such a thing before, rebirthing yourself uh, to start over. And that's the thing about the other memory is like if It happens with Arya uh, at the end of uh, Dune. It's like she's born, and she immediately knows everything her mother knows. So as a child, this, this little kid was playing in the kindergarten and then calling up the Betty Talaxu. Hey, how's it going with those golas? I ordered... <laughs> <laughs> Dresden, though he is uh you know, a bad apple here, he is still grown up in the politics of noble houses, and perhaps he wouldn't accept a duel from Corin. Now he could kill Corin. Or Corin could kill him. But even if Corin kills him and the uh, the, the Reverend Mother here orders the Sardaukar attacked, at least you bettered the odds. So there's a chance that maybe uh, the old ways of doing things will reach Dresden's heart. Maybe he's too proud to not protect his future wife rather than it just be a slaughter. And maybe you can play on that with your charm.
3: Okay. So with this preempt, the. Throwing of the Gom Jabbar or
4: whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, I basically, like, uh, the way I put it is, like, Becca or Delessa reached down, <laughs> Becca grabbed her Gom Jabbar, reached down okay. to grab this, and it's just, we, we froze in time, and Pharos was thinking uh, his thing, Corinne was thinking her thing, and then you look over and you're scanning all these possibilities, and now you have a chance. Uh, and if you may, Delessa may decide no and just throw it, and w- Becca, you're going to have that opportunity.
2: I did, uh, before I entered this room, have it hidden in my palm, sort of magician style, sleight of hand. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. so you have, now you have a chance to maybe listen to your advisor, maybe not. Uh, what do you do, Aurelius, with this information? Okay, so just thinking about this in this instant,
3: as his mind rifles through all these possibilities, he forces himself against every nerve instinct in his body... Uh, urging self-preservation out from behind the crates. He says, My masters, my masters, please, if I may. And he's uh, like, he throws down the sword and he's like holding his hands up shaking. He says, If you will allow me to propose an alternative solution to our problem, I believe that Honor would insist that you would accept a challenge to a duel, would you not? It is only civilized.
2: My mentat offers an option to your betrothed dear mother.
1: What do you think your mother's name was? I didn't want to name her. I wanted you to name her. Elania. Alenia. Good name. Mm-hmm. Elenia. Um. Oh, we are far from the noble houses of the Lannister. What you invoke is noble, yes, but we have a job to do, and you simply stand in the way. So, no, I don't accept... And then Dresden cuts her off, says... No. I like this idea. Let me prove to you that I am not just a... a vessel for our future child. Let me defeat their champion in front of you. And then we will lay to waste the rest of them. And... Alania is like... Child... I have seen all possible futures. It is not worth the risk. But Dresden will hear none of it. Offer your champion. Pulls out two blades. Aurelius picks up
3: the sword again.
4: I shall fight for you. No Mm place. No.
0: you see (laughs) Pharaoh's just (laughs) just like, Excuse
4: me? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) but no.
5: Uh, I will wield my Chris Knife as I uh, had him on the shoulder.
3: (laughs) It's like, she's shaking. He (laughs) got caught up in the moment. It's like,
5: (laughs) I admire your bravery. Well, but I will handle this.
3: Perhaps you are right. <laughs> Just, uh, remember that I, I offered. Yes. Slinks, slinks back behind the crate.
4: Back behind
3: his <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: And now it all comes down to Delessa. Corin has offered herself for this duel. Do you throw the gum to bar or do you send her to perhaps her death?
2: Uh, with my back to Corin, I motion with my hands. Are you sure this is right?
5: I will only do what you ask of me.
4: Ooh, good answer.
2: I will never ask of you what you do not desire to do. Can you
5: beat him? My desire is to protect you. And yes. Should things take a turn, I will act. Should things take a turn for the worst, it was an honor serving you. (laughs) My love. My love.
2: My champion will fight you.
3: I will, will I will kill her! I
4: will kill her!
1: Let's go to the uh, let's go to the videotape here. Uh, it, it wasn't till earlier today that I even looked up the rules for dueling because I was like I don't want to add another complicated rule system to my brain. Uh, but the way things worked out, I was like, "Okay, well, maybe I can offer this up as an option. And so uh, I've quickly made some uh, changes here, But this is how dueling works, uh, or at least at least how I understand it and how we're gonna play it. It's similar to uh, all the other conflicts we've done in terms of like zones and moving things through zones. The difference is it's just one person versus another person. And you have your left guard and your right guard. And you may have, uh, for example, in um, Corin's case, she has a Chris knife, quality zero in her right hand. Unless you're left-handed, let me know. I am uh, left-handed. You are. Nice. Is Corin? Oh yeah. Well, great. Uh, so Corin- Anything Corin-
5: to complicate your situation <laughs> I'm all thrown off now
4: We'll see you next week
1: uh, She's got a Chris knife in her left hand Dresden has a Chris Knife quality one in his right hand and a little Bodkin quality zero in his left. So he's got two weapons and you can use these weapons to kind of parry, deflect, knock a weapon away. And basically, and this is super chunky, but I think could be a lot of fun. You go action by action, like moving your weapons into other people's zones uh, moving, uh, you know moving boldly or subtly to move, the, open up their guard and whatnot uh, until you get your weapon onto their space mm-hmm. and then in the next move, if they have not done something to move the weapon out of your body zone you then attack and the attack turns into a contest mm-hmm. I also uh, have a shield you do have a shield oh. and so uh, basically When you, let's say uh, you were going to try and move your Chris knife into Dresden's left guard, where his bodkin is. Mm -hmm. Because there is one acid in there of a quality zero, uh, you need that change, that ups the difficulty by one. So, you would move that to here, that would be a roll of difficulty... One or two. I'll look it up real quickly. Um, but if you succeed, you get your knife in there. Now, this is where you want to, like, move subtly or move boldly. Because if you move boldly and succeed, then you could move the bodkin. You could make him, like, faint and turn this way. And now, on your next thing, you can move your Chris knife onto Dresden Tyloris. And if you regain the initiative, you can then attack his body. Um, does that make sense, kind of? Yeah. Okay.
5: And if not, we're winging this. And we're, if not, we're going to win it. It's a little
1: chunky. Now, the only thing is, and I, and I found this out when playing uh, Cyberpunk, is like when the hacker gets to hack, it's just like, all right, now it's a two-person show. And I don't want to do this. So I want to make sure between each thing, we're checking in with the other players to see what they're doing or what they're thinking and uh, you know, helping to to narrate this. And I think it'll move quickly. Now... Because he is a major character and you are a major character, it's not like if you hit his body and score, he dies. He mm. has a certain threshold. Uh, this is a uh, what am I call it? A uh, extended, extended task. So every time you score a a hit, a successful hit, because your Chris Knife is quality zero, you would score two points towards taking him down. Now, I'll tell you right now, Dresden has a score of five, so you need to knock down five points until he is incapacitated. You have a battle score of eight, so your hit points, for lack of a better word, is eight. So you're going to be a lot harder to take down, but he's got two weapons, and one of his weapons is better. You can also spend uh, momentum to try and... Uh, temporarily for this combat make your Chris knife quality one so that you can at least match one of his weapons a lot of different ways you can do this um, let's just see how it works now the one thing I, I wanted to try and remember is like when you come in the difficulty is what the how many assets are in that zone Oh, you know what? That's what it is. So, you're pretty much always going to be moving subtly or moving boldly, but the difficulty goes up by one depending on how many assets are in that zone. So, for example, it's always difficulty two to move subtly or boldly. But if you want to move subtly or boldly into a thing where the bodkin is, that's going to be difficulty three. If you try to move subtly or boldly into where the chris knife is, because it's a chris knife quality one, that's actually going to be difficulty four. One for the added asset, one extra for the quality of the asset. Mm Let's just fuck around and find out. Let's do Uh, it. (laughs) Now, normally it would be the player's turn to go first. But I'm going to spend two threat to immediately (gasps) take the initiative. Because the minute you step up, Dresden just, like a scumbag, goes to attack. And so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to attempt to move boldly. into with my Chris knife excuse me move subtly with my Chris knife into your empty guard your empty right guard mm-hmm. and if I succeed I can then uh, move I then gain the initiative to move again and then I could move in for an attack on your body or at least move my asset onto your body so which forces you to have to either get the Chris knife out of there or let me attack you next round
5: All right, and then how does the shield? uh, How does my shield work against that?
1: So you have a shield uh, that is going to add one difficulty if I try to attack your body because your your personal shield's on your body. That's going to give you uh, a plus one difficulty. So instead of it being two, it would be three. Uh, And if you choose to
2: shame that comes with a Fremen wearing a shield.
5: (laughs) Whose side are you on? (laughs) (laughs) I'm (laughs)
4: I'm
5: fighting for you.
1: The uh, you guys might get a kick out of this. The I'm betrayal. using I'm using some character sheets here. Uh, uh, I'm using Fade Rotha from the book for Dresden. Oh, I'm using Lady Jessica for uh, Elania, and uh, and I'm using the actual Sardaukar soldiers who are just ridiculous uh, for the Sardaukars so let's go with Federata here. So I'm going to attempt to move my Chris Knife into your right guard. That is going to be battle. These are pretty much all going to be battle and then a drive. Okay. Uh, battle power. His power mm-hmm. statement is I deserve to have everything I want. Two dice. Just going to do a straight up roll. I got to get under 15. I'm feeling confident. I got one success, but because it was a 3 under 7, that's two successes, so I succeed. The other one was a 17, so I rolled over. So I am able to move my chris knife into your guard here. And now, because I moved subtly, I can uh, keep the initiative. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm now going to attempt to move that same chris knife onto your body. Boom! Keeping the initiative without having to spend any threat. I'm going to do the same exact thing, but I'm going to spend a threat to roll an extra d20 because uh. I need to get three successes. And if I get three successes, I successfully move the asset there. If I don't, then it stays in your right guard. Here we go. Oh, no. Cracked die. Uh... I got a five, which is two successes, and uh... A seventeen and a twelve, so I got the three successes. So that chris knife gets onto your body, which means next round I can attack your body unless you do something now, like move boldly in a way in which you succeed. You can get that chris knife moved back to your guard. It is now your turn.
5: I will move boldly because, and I and I say to him as he uh, as he moved in quickly. You fight with dishonor as I try to. Uh, let me see. If I can I like parry away his knife?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So you can move an asset. you can uh, you can yeah, you could try and uh, push it away basically mm-hmm. by moving boldly. and okay. while you do so, you could also slip your Chris knife into his open uh, right guard while you do that.
5: Heck, yes. yeah. And I will so- also be using power and battle because those are my two highest. Uh,
1: That's just smart. Yes. You don't want to use duty?
5: No, I don't. Mm-hmm, I don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want, I need, I need the points. And can I, uh, Dirty do I, can cheater.
1: I, <laughs> me? No. <sorry. laughs>
5: um, do I have a thing where I could add a, add a die?
1: Uh, determination or you mean momentum? momentum? Like to buy a die? Yeah, you absolutely. There's, uh, f- f- how, you guys we are up six. to six momentum. Yeah, yeah. You spend, spend that momentum.
5: Yeah, i want gonna spend that momentum, roll three dice. I rolled a five, a three, and then a 19.
1: Okay. So that's four successes. Four successes. So yeah. you bank two momentum. You move your Chris knife into his guard, and now you can move uh, his Chris knife either to your left guard or your right guard.
5: Uh, I'm going to move to uh, my left. Okay.
1: Okay. Great. So you take the opportunity to kind of parry his knife away. And as you do, you lean past into his guard. So now you're one strike away. And I'll say, you know, I, I rolled it where my Chris knife, uh, I had to get three successes because of your body shield. Because his Chris knife is asset one, it cancels your shield out. Uh, the mm. bodkin would have to get three successes, but the mm. Chris knife only needs uh, two. Absolutely. Um unless you change the quality of your asset. Let's go to the peanut gallery here. What is happening in Faris's mind as he watches this? Um,
0: Faris is just, is watching and watching especially the young, young Tyloris. Um, and it's like, and look, looking between, between the, the desiccated body, seeing now what he, what he can't believe he didn't notice before, the uh, um, that this is the result of Lilaxu's surgery, and and looking over Tyloris, and just like almost like reaching out with his mind into how he might put on a similar face. <sighs> <laughs> Curious.
1: Uh, what about the Duchess?
2: I look at Mother Linnea and uh, am watching her for any weaknesses. Watching her, I assume she's watching the duel, and I move closer to her.
1: Oh, what about Aurelius?
3: Aurelius—he's trying to keep an eye. He's—he's <laughs> he's trying to splitting. He's splitting his focus between Corin and the, the duel, knowing that this could. The outcome of this could determine whether they live or die. And he's keeping one eye on Pharaohs as well. So, yeah, he's just doing this, using all of his Mentat uh, abilities to kind of process everything that he can see. Maybe he takes a nice little sip of uh,
1: Sappho juice. Get him going. Oh, I like that. A little Gatorade Sappho <laughs> flavor. Uh... I will say Nora here, you could um spend two momentum to uh maintain the initiative and go after him. Yes. Or let him keep going. Okay.
4: Yeah.
1: Yes. Uh okay, so <laughs> doing that. Yeah. You've got the momentum here, so now you have a chance to go after his body with your Chris knife. Um but you also have to be wary of his other assets as well.
5: Yeah. Can I up my Chris knife status?
1: Yes, that, that would cost mm-hmm. two more momentum, uh, and you could increase the quality of your asset uh, to one. That's so. what I would like. Does to that s- last for the whole fight, or is that... Yes, that'll last for the whole scene. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yes, I will do that. And should you survive this, part of character advancement is you can then keep that as a quality one Chris Knife, uh, moving into Jared's game. Should you survive?
5: Should I survive? All right. Uh, well, then I will spend that to increase the quality of my Chris knife.
1: Two to take the initiative. Yes. Two to increase the quality. You mm-hmm. now have a quality one Chris knife. But, uh, Becca, as our resident uh, momentum threat keeper, uh, what does that put you guys down to?
2: Troy, that puts us at two <laughs>
5: momentum. <laughs>
2: All right.
1: Fantastic. Chris <laughs> knife one and one, what do you want to do mm-hmm. here?
5: Okay, uh, I am going to try to stab at him.
1: A little stabby, stabby. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, all right, so you want to move subtly, boldly, or just move on to there. I, I would think your best option here. If, you're, if your goal is to really go after the body, is to try and move subtly so you can keep the initiative and then do an attack on the following round. And again, I'm playing a little fast and loose here with the rules, um, but if you keep the initiative, then you have an action in which to attack him. So uh, moving subtly would make the most sense. Moving okay. boldly would let you move there and attack next round, and if you succeed, you could move his chris knife further away from your body, but it seems like you're going for the kill here. So I would say move subtly, keep the initiative, and then take that attack.
4: Yeah. That's what I'm
1: going to do. Difficulty two, uh, battle power. Difficulty two.
0: You can...
5: I rolled an eight and a six.
1: Ooh. Is that four successes? What is your uh, battle? Is your battle eight?
5: Eight and eight.
4: Oh,
1: wow. That's four successes. So you're back up uh, to uh, four momentum. You slide your Chris knife onto his body. He does not have a shield because he's just a idiot, and uh, you now uh, you now have a chance to attack him if you want. So here's how this Heck works: yes. since you're going after his body, you've got a uh, now a quality one Chris knife, so that's going to lower the difficulty by one. He sets the difficulty by rolling. Now, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll battle short blades. Uh, and power still however many successes I get is how many difficulty you need minus one because of your plus one quality Chris knife here we go natural one and a natural two
4: Oh
5: no, no. Uh, Troy! Why? So that's oh, four
1: brilliant. successes, which have been now moved down to three because of your uh, quality Chris knife. What <laughs> uh, your quality one Chris knife? So now, it's, if you can hit three successes, you will do three damage to his five because it's automatically for an extended task. It's two damage plus the quality of the asset you're using, which you very smartly changed to one, and mm-hmm. I'm shocked that this actually sounds correct. (laughs) Uh, So this is a big move here. You need three successes. I'm going to add
5: a die. Yeah, I'm going to add a die. Just one? I can add two. Okay. You you. have to spend three momentum total of our four to do it. Yes, I'm going to do that.
1: Big move. Maybe you'll get some extra successes, get some of that momentum back. Maybe you'll get a complication.
5: No complication, no complication, no complication. (laughs) (laughs) I rolled... And a nine, mm-hmm.
4: a six, mm-hmm. an 18, mm-hmm. and a natural one. Oh, cool. five successes? Wow. Okay, so,
1: holy moly, you bank two momentum, and you strike him. Walk me through this strike. You get that Chris knife. Where does it hit him? Ribs, <laughs> neck.
5: Okay, I am going to, it's going to slide quick, like very swiftly between a rib, and I'm going to twist. Oh. And up. Oh.
1: And uh, yeah, he looks hurt. He looks hurt. He only had f- essentially five hit points. So one more strike like that, and you will kill him if that's your choice. Your Chris knife has been drawn. She will kill him. She will kill him. <laughs> All right, it's his turn. He is hurt. He's frazzled. He's going to move boldly because the first thing he wants to do is get your Chris knife off of his body because it's going to force you to have to move it back and then take another action to attack. So he wants to parry that away. Um, the problem is his Chris knife because he was so bold, he overextended himself into your right guard. It's, it's going to take too long to bring the better weapon back to try and move it away, so he's got to use this little tiny needle, this bodkin, to try and push it away. Uh, otherwise, I'm, I just don't have the threat uh, to do it. So, I'm going to move my bodkin. Well, uh, it, uh, oh boy, what the hell do I want to do here? I want to move boldly so I think I'm I'm over explaining it but I think what I want to do is try and move my knife onto your my Chris knife onto your body and if I succeed I can move your Chris knife back to my right guard alright I'm going to throw up here we go (laughs) short blades battle power I deserve to have everything I want (laughs) what a scumbag and you thought he was so cool that was Ethan Uh, I will spend a point of threat to get a third die how many threat does that put me at? Down to three, I think. Three threat?
2: Uh, you were at five. You spent two to take initiative. And then I think you spent one more doing something else on your other attack.
1: I think you are correct. I did. See, I bought two. another die. So I'm down to two. So I'm only going to spend one. Shoot. I'm running out of threat. Can you guys start giving me some threat? All right. Here we go. Oh, no. That's not good. I rolled a 15, a 19, and a 9. So that's only one success. success. Stuck in the shield. Uh, I will use a point of determination to re roll one die. It's got to be under a 15. Natural 20.
2: Wait, I don't want to help you or anything, but couldn't instead you have made one an automatic one?
1: I could have, but I did it. But I did it. I have to make that decision before I roll. Yeah. He's cocky. He's brash. So I rolled them all out there. The best I can do is use the determination to re-roll. Uh, yes, that's way smarter to do it that way. But I, I, I was cocky. I thought three dice would be enough. I wanted to save my determination. Uh, so this is bad. Not only do I fail. I cannot keep the initiative. Nora, you can move one of my assets anywhere you want, so you could, like, move my... Well, you probably want to move my bodkin over to your guard. I don't know what you want to do. It's up to you. And I'm going to let you guys brainstorm the complication. Uh, not one come second.
3: Up- <laughs> did, did you buy... Did, sorry, did you buy a another die with thread for that for that move? I did. Okay, because you... If you're using... I'm just just looking at Fade Routh as... Sheet here and he has a talent called bold where yeah. if he buys another die he can re-roll
1: that die uh if on a uh, after after spending threat that uh, is true uh, i forgot to look at the at the talents uh that's my bad because i didn't look at that so i'm gonna i'm gonna let this play out to see what happens here uh let's let you guys come up with some I'm going to say brainstorm because I'm going to gonna be like oh the cave crashes and falls on his head and kills everybody except <laughs> you guys uh, what's a good complication here uh, and then Nora where do you want to put one of my assets
5: um, so potentially I could move your Chris knife back
1: yeah right you could go to the area up yeah, back and to my right leak.
5: guard okay what are the other options I don't Uh,
1: You could move the bodkin to my right guard, which kind of like in game terms, it like exposes my flank because I'm turning this way, uh, maybe from your stab to me. Uh, To me, it makes the most sense to put the Chris knife back because it's farther away from you from myself.
5: Yeah, that's what I was leaning towards.
1: Yeah. Or put the Chris knife on your person because you just want to show off.
5: I, no? yeah, I could just take. No, I'm not going to okay. do that. Oh, this Unless is it's bad. like in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right. This is very bad. Uh, and I, would I only have one threat right now left. That's right. <gasps> oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> what, is the, what are we coming up here with for complications?
2: You know, I'm going to stay on brand. I really like making Fremen come to our side. What if that Henri Fremen that was angry uh, at us invading the Siege, decided to kind of disobey the, um, what do you call the leader of the Siege? Naïb. Naïb, and was just sort of spying on us, but maybe they uh, come up behind a Sardaukar.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Okay.
5: Uh... What if he um, drops a weapon?
0: Like dis- that's what I was thinking, like a disarm. Mm-hmm.
5: That's more appropriate to the circumstance.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like where your head's at, though. Back at story-wise, um, mm-hmm. dropping a weapon would be uh, would definitely be more in the the zone of the duel. Um, Skid, do you want to weigh in? Uh, what if he has diarrhea?
5: Oh yeah, <laughs> I like Helpful. that.
1: Helpful as always.
5: That's a complication. Uh- <laughs>
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty complicated, and, like, and not to gross everybody out, but in a still suit, that's a real problem. Yeah, yeah that's
4: right. we overload the still suit, it's like
0: yeah, suit's like, oh come on, you're really in trouble.
3: Yeah, <laughs> this is an oh, awful. still suit. I can't handle this one.
1: I'm gonna, uh, Beck. I like your idea, and I'm gonna hold on to it um, as like a further plot development because if you do survive this, knowing those Fremen are there, uh, maybe your only chance at finding a new life. But I will, uh, I will take the. Drops, uh, drops a weapon option, and I'm going to say he drops his Chris knife. Yes. And because mm-hmm. I failed to move uh, subtly or boldly, however the hell I moved, I cannot keep the initiative. Get him.
4: Yeah. You have a chance
1: to uh, go in for the kill here. Into oh. the oh,
5: Stabby stabby.
1: Okay. Um, now, how do you want to do this? Do you want to just straight up attack? you want to move... I mean, moving boldly and subtly doesn't even make sense at this point. Right?
5: Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I guess.
1: Right. You just need to go in for the kill. Uh, You don't have to worry about his assets. One's on the ground and the other one's a quality zero bodkin. So, I'm gonna roll to set the difficulty for you. Okay. Uh, I rolled exactly a 15 and a 7. So, that's three successes. And I'll spend my last point of threat to up the difficulty to four. Oh, wow. Uh,
5: Then I'm going to spend momentum for an additional die.
1: Oh, boy. Okay. Oh, boy. And you have a Chris knife, which is quality one. So that's going to lower it again. So it's it's difficulty three, and you've got three dice. This is it for the kill.
5: I rolled a nat one.
1: (gasps) Oh, yes.
5: A 13 and a 14.
1: Oh. Okay, and what was your total? 16, uh, right? Sixteen. Oh, yeah. Who's 16? It's four successes. It's yeah. four successes. So you bank a momentum. As we uh, say on our Pathfinder shows, describe your kill.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh, Corin uh, plies apart the, uh, the Chris knife from his ribs, licks the blood as she stares him straight in the eye, and then stabs him right in the neck.
4: The <laughs> oh, no moment
3: it
5: happens,
4: all
3: right.
2: I want to pull a Gom Jabbar on my mother.
1: Oh, not nice, kill. nice. All right, all right. Let's go. Oh boy, I'm I'm bebopping and scatting here. You know what? Let's have a quick ad break. We'll be back. <laughs> oh shit, we're back. Um, all right, let me. Oh man, all right, let me take you to a new map here that I am quickly uh, fixing as we go. Corin, these these are the zones here. So Aurelius is back in the top zone, hiding behind a crate. Delessa and Faris, we'll we'll, we'll work out here how this worked. I had Corin and Dresden uh, in the middle here, and then the Sardukars were uh, were back here with uh, his dead Thurman, uh, with Elenia or Elena. Alania. Alania. Alania Is <laughs>
5: Insania.
1: Insania <laughs> in the membrania.
5: <laughs> Can I take Dresden's Chris Knife?
1: You dirty Fremen thief. <laughs> uh, how, I lose
5: the body. How, how yeah.
1: dare are you? Um. Yes, you, you can. You absolutely can. Uh, I will say there was a moment there before we get into this where you could do that. Just putting the name here. Now, I know you had said, Delessa you were moving closer uh, to Elena to do this. I
2: think that's the, not possible. I it's not it
1: possible. Now. However, like you're actually in a better position because the way ranged weapons work in this game, it's actually harder uh, to throw a ranged weapon in a uh, adjacent zone. You add one difficulty if you're trying to throw a weapon in a adjacent zone. So it was more like from moving them from the back of the zone all <laughs> the way up to the front, little flavor move. But now to throw that dart at her, it will not add one d. It's just. Uh, Whatever she sets the difficulty at. Folks, this is the final battle. We're in it right now. Uh, Thurman is dead. Dresden is dead. Corrin has just picked up his uh, quality one Chris Knife. So you now have dual wielding quality yeah. one Chris Knives. Pharos has a gun. And there are yes. two Sardukar soldiers, the most elite killers in the known universe. And they are guarding Elena Houdin. I am going to let you start the combat and I'm going to let Delessa lead because she's been holding on to that Gama Jabbar since I started talking. Just throw it at her? Is that I the, think the actually
2: uh, I that was my intention, but I'm not sure. She is my mother. There are many questions I have if I get the chance to ask them, so I'm actually going to change my target to the Sardaukar on her right.
1: Ooh, Now... Hmm. A lot of different ways we can do this. Uh, however, yeah, I'm not going to worry about that. One thing I was going to say is you could, like, the dart is an asset that you, like, move to one zone, and then the next round you move to the other. I'm not going to worry about that. Uh, you, can throw, you could throw that dart directly at him. He's going to set the, dif- uh, the difficulty by his roll. So, oh boy, someone's going to die. Sardaukar. Aurelius in the back there, but Corin did not take a scratch, which is huge. Last thing I'll say here, above each of you, I don't know if you guys can see this, I've added what is your, for lack of a better word, hit points. You're all major characters, so you all have... Uh, it's all ex- extended tasks to try to kill or incapacitate you. I have Corin at eight for her battle. Delessa, I put at seven, and I'll tell you why. Because I think Delessa's most important skill in this situation is justice. I will protect those in my care. So seven was more impro- appropriate than your uh, eight score of power. I did the same thing with Pharos. Pharos, I made yours seven uh, for uh, truth Uh, because knowledge's power didn't quite sit and six is far too low. Aurelius, I gave you an eight because of your uh, duty. I am Hausuddin. Houdin is me.
5: So, Um, I have a question. Yes. I have a thing. This is to fight someone is to know them. Do I gain any knowledge from this fight?
1: You know that Dresden is dead. No, you know. <laughs> oh, good stuff. You are. <laughs> you That's learn checks, helpful, yes. Mm-hmm. Learning how they <laughs> think, and uh, when you win a conflict using the chosen skill, you gain two bonus momentum points. Mm-hmm. Woo! Oh, which nice. Which you may use to obtain information or to create a trait that represents some knowledge or insight you've gained about your opponent. So, Ooh. you dealer's choice do you want the momentum or do you got a cool idea for a trade here I'll be honest a creative trait here might tip the scales
5: yeah guys what do you mm-hmm. what do you think
1: good I use think of you, talent I think How you do have change to, the scenery? I think, I think yeah. you have to spend them now I don't think you can Bank them oh the momentum yeah. bank yeah so yeah. yeah let's do the the trade
2: any suggestions um, maybe it's knowledge about Sardakar. I feel like they're the bigger threat. Maybe we can talk to Elenia.
5: Yeah. If uh, do I can I gain knowledge of their defenses, any weaknesses that they have?
1: Um. Yes. So they're pretty. They're pretty <laughs> tough. Um, mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. everyone is susceptible to poison. Hmm. So how about the trait I give you is you notice nearby on all of these crates that they've loaded in uh, an open crate full of tinctures. Oh.
5: And I I give the hand signal to Delessa.
1: Yeah. Toss that on the old gom. Yeah, these guys are so badass you might have to cheat to win here. Delessa, I'm going to set the difficulty for you. Battle, eight. Duty, eight. Their duty statement, my knife is never sheathed. (laughs) Here we go. Gotta get under a 16. And anything under an eight is two successes. I rolled an eight and a three. Four difficulty. Ah. Right out the gate.
2: Um, well, just, uh, a little bit of business. When I see corn, give me the hand signal of what's in the crate. Oh. Um, Aurelius speaks a little hand sign, so I'll behind my back give that to, to the uh, our friend hiding amongst the crates.
1: <laughs> it's just a sword it's sticking out. It's like a game of
2: telephone. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so we have three momentum and zero threat. Evidence. Uh, I'm not worried about giving you threat, but if I spend one momentum for an extra die, is it still just one threat for the first threat-related extra die?
1: Skin, you seem to think, no, the, the currency, it's, it's, it yeah, stacks. They're depending. all basically, every,
3: they're, they're, everything's worth the same, they just have different names, so you would have to get yeah one momentum and then two more threats to get a total of two dice.
2: Okay. Um, I'm going to leave two momentum for you all, and I'm going to give him two threat.
1: Ooh. So you gain two dice. So you're going to be rolling four dice against difficulty four. And tell me what skills you're using here.
2: I am using... Hmm. At this point, uh... ooh. Uh, justice to protect those in my care seems good But really I, uh, My whole intention I mean When I was speaking to my mother I, I could have gone to her side And tried to convince her that I could help her in this But really I think she's Dishonoring the Bene Gesserit And, and that goes against everything That I thought that I knew
1: um, Yeah So, I whole think, world view, Completely yeah. shook sure.
2: I think I must destroy her for the Bene Gesserit above all else. I mean, more than me getting out of this alive with my friends. That's what matters to me. So I think mm-hmm. power. <clears throat> and, uh, wow, I wish anything but battle made sense I know, here. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> now battle doesn't look as good. Uh, oh. But
2: command? if I do kill a Sardaukar, that will inspire the F out of my companions.
1: <laughs> Get your communicate skill out <laughs> of you. Uh, I'll, I'll let you choose between battle and discipline. I think oh, that's okay. Yeah.
2: Discipline. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You're, you're commanding here, uh, you're leading the charge.
2: Yeah. Uh, the, I'm signaling to them that the duel is over and the killing time is now. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Discipline command. Yep. And, power, and one so of your personality traits
1: Is commander, so like you're really Leading the charge here, you're letting everybody know The battle has begun Kill or be killed
5: And hopefully And hopefully Aurelius Reads the uh, poison Is in the crate instead of uh, the Hoisin is in the mate right. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Hoisin sauce
1: is in the mate And now uh-huh. just uh, Let me know, did you put anything on your Gamjabar or it's just a, it's a quality zero bar?
2: Oh, I'd have to spend momentum to do that?
1: Uh, we're all friends here.
2: Oh, I put something
1: on it. Okay. All right, so without knowing what this tincture is, you can very quickly grab it and put it on there. Uh, all right, go ahead.
2: Um, although, I believe the quality of it is that it is poison, and if it touches you, you die instantly if it touches skin.
1: Yeah. I think you're right. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, the difficulty is four. You're spending a lot of stuff here. I mean, this is huge. Aurelius isn't going to kill these out of car. Go for it. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens! <gasps> <laughs> All right, I've got... Uh,
2: I needed below a 15. And I've got a 4, an 8, and a 13. Um, a 7 was my focus or below. So that's 1, 2, 3, 4 successes. And a net 20.
1: Oh, there we go. Okay. Good news, bad news. Good yeah. news, bad, bad news. news. Wow. Okay. The poison is actually the serum that they use to make Captain America.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and
1: now the Sardikar's stats have all doubled. now. Is that fair? Uh,
5: that's way worse than hoisin.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's the complication. You hit him. But it's a slow acting poison so he doesn't immediately fall.
3: Got always got to check the expiration dates on your people. Yeah.
1: Hmm. hmm. I guess a Gomjabar is an text auto The that we right? just
2: saw Elmo give, uh, receive is that um, a yeah. holds instant death.
1: Yeah, it's a fun complication, but it's not really true to the, the Dune universe. Damn it, Becca! You're yeah, good I'm lawyer. Sorry. It's your game. Uh, you could tell me. Okay. No. Right. No, I'm going to do it. Uh, the complication is the cave collapses on Delessa, and she...
2: <laughs> i will take that if I have to kill better. this
0: guy. That's no worth keeping with the lore. Bonked by a
1: stalactite.
0: It lands
1: directly on her. Impaled. And uh, a little bit lands on the crate of poison, which then leaks into her, her open wounds. Uh, no, <laughs> about... Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to say the complication is the last living Sardukar uh, gets a free movement right up to Korin. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's pretty complicated. Because uh, mm-hmm. now he doesn't have to move subtly or boldly. He can just go to attack. Yikes! Now it's up to you guys. Do you want to try and keep the initiative here, or do you want to let one of my cool guys go?
4: Well, no, to me <laughs> cool, guy,
1: cool guy
5: is right up on me. No.
1: Okay. <laughs> Only two left.
5: Yeah,
2: let's spend the last of our momentum and corn mm-hmm. go crazy. Yeah. That gum uh... uh... bar
1: is clutch, but also now it's gone. Yeah. Like Korn, if that missed. is
4: finding
2: a needle needle in a in a <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love that. Just, <laughs> vroom, flicks, vroom, hits a Sarnacurr soldier, drops him. Uh, but then this other one steps up to you. Corin. you want to spend two. Do you even have two? Yeah, you have two momentum. Mm-hmm. Now you'll have zero momentum to my two threat. Spend it. Now you've got to just either give me threat or what do you want to do?
5: Ooh, okay. Um, so he's right. I've got two Chris knives. How Nobody much, likes a braggart. How much threat to attack twice?
1: <laughs> how much threat to attack twice? Uh, well, what you can do is, I believe it's move subtly. I'll look it up. Okay. And if you succeed, that's a that's a difficulty two. Um, you can then act again at a plus one d. Okay. Okay. Uh, the only issue is you're moving subtly. You're really trying to attack. You're not yeah. really moving. Yeah, um, yeah I don't want to attack.
5: Especially yeah. if he's come up right to my
1: face. Yeah. So I'm gonna kinda I'm, I'm gonna mix the, the rules here. Uh because he should be setting the difficulty. Um here's what I'll say. I'll set the difficulty with the Sardukar. And if you succeed, you can then uh, attack again at a plus one D. Now, the difficulty might be raised for you to do that, so I'll let you choose what you want to do. Uh, Okay, so, six and a two on the dice, so that's four successes. You can either just try to straight up attack him at at a difficulty four, and if you succeed, you'll do three points of damage to his eight hit points, because Mm -hmm. he's... He's a badass. This isn't a five hit point Dresden Ty This is an eight. Yeah. That's four difficulty. Or is this crazy? Is this crazy if I do this? Yeah. Or difficulty five. And if you succeed on that, you can act you can attack again. Wow. <laughs> okay. Does he have a shield too? Yes, he, he has a shield. Uh he doesn't. This guy doesn't have a shield. Well, let me see. He does does have a shield. I'm sorry. That's what I I said about the side. He's (laughs) got a shield. Oh, yes. He's got a shield. It's Mm -hmm. quality zero. Just making sure at the start of a duel to increase the marginal quality. Okay. Yep.
0: Someone could disable that.
1: Yeah, but the, the blade's going to get by the shield. The shield is there to prevent the laser gun. Lasers. yeah, yeah. And this isn't a duel. This is a straight-up skirmish. Mm-hmm. So yeah. difficulty four or five, what do you want to do?
5: Uh, I think, because I, I can't spend any more momentum, no momentum. So I'm going to keep it down to a four because okay. I can't add any dice.
1: Okay, difficulty four. If you succeed, you'll do three damage damage. Well,
2: you could give him a threat.
1: Yep. don't forget about determination too if you have that and you're using something that is in line with your drive statement
5: um okay um power I mean power comes out of knife's edge
1: yep, yep, yep. so
5: I can use that
1: you sure can you can spend one to have an automatic quick success but then you don't roll that die or you can do like stupid dresden and wait till after the roll to reroll.
5: No, I'll do you have to have the determination to spend though, right? Yeah, and I, I yeah. don't know what determination I have to be honest.
1: Yeah, you start with 1, then you did use you ever it. spend. I don't
5: I don't think in, I ever did. In the I second you episode
1: you did, but I oh. you know, I think uh, every new every new scene is a replenished determination. I don't I
4: know. Oh. Well,
1: I don't look think I game master screen. I think the only way you get determination is uh, yeah, you gain one determination when you challenge or comply on a drive test when okay. you're doing something against your nature. Gotcha. Uh, yeah.
5: Okay. So it means I don't have that. Alright, so we're going to go for the lower success.
1: Uh, How many left. dice you rolling?
5: rolling? Oh, I can only roll two, right? We don't have any... Give me one more threat.
1: You can give me right. three threat and have okay. two more dice. Yes,
5: yes. Well. One, one. Ah,
4: three.
2: What do you guys say? He's gonna do Good. nasty things if we put him up to five threat.
5: So we'll do two. No, do one. It's either threat, one or three are your no. options. Let's do one.
1: Okay. Yeah, I got my back against the wall now. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get dirty.
5: All right. Here we go. Oh, God. Oh, no. I rolled a nine, a three,
4: and I rolled Jesus. a
1: nat
5: 20. Oh, <laughs> man. Gee, person. My, my dice rolls were so good until they weren't.
1: Okay. Wow. Okay. So not only did you fail, because that was only three successes. Titus, you got a complication.
4: Yep. We're
1: running out of
3: options. Someone's going to have to get diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs>
0: have
1: to okay uh this is this is super mean the complication is i'm gonna attack twice oh no (laughs) it's episode five Yep. I'm on vacation after this, no. <laughs> show,
4: show. Again,
5: again, if I die, I get a pregen. I'm not rolling up a whole other.: <laughs> I
1: got you. I got you. Okay. I got you a pregen. Uh, that, you can, that may go for everyone. Yeah. Tell me, I'll- email Jared after this. He'll have a pre general done by midnight, and he' we'll ready to go. And don't forget there's all those fremen that may be your friends. If you survive, you could just you don't even have to change your contacts. You can still be a fremen. Uh, my name's Sporen. You <laughs> <laughs> could have changed the name. Uh, all right, so roll to set the difficulty here for my Sardaukar that's going to attack you twice. we would be two sets of difficulty here. So you're going to roll just like you were trying to attack me, and that's going to set the difficulty. I roll two d20s. Two d20s, uh, and you're using uh, battle and power? Yeah. Okay. Anything eight or under is going to count as two successes.
5: I rolled a 13 and a 15.
1: So that's two, right? Both are, your your target was 16? All right, mm-hmm. so my difficulty is two. How many threat do I have? Five. Uh,
2: that's my job. You have three. <laughs>
1: All three. Thank you so much, Becca. Um, Sardaukar have this cool talent called Master at Arms. At the start of a dual skirmish or battle, the Sardaukar may spend one point of threat to increase a martial asset they have by plus one quality.
4: Oh, I have that
5: too.
1: For that conf- oh. for this conflict. Cool. So I'm going to do that. So that adds plus one. I'm doing battle and duty.
5: But if I have Master at Arms, does that cancel each other
4: out?
1: <laughs> uh, so uh, no, you know what it would do is you could make your Chris Knife quality too if you give me a point of threat, and you could do this uh, if you want. Think about it. Okay. If you're still alive after I'm done attacking you, uh, do like that. <laughs> man, so this is I got a plus one quality coming in hot. Okay, that is one fail and only one success. Yes, it will go up to two successes because of the quality of my blade, which is enough no. to do damage to you. No! <laughs> oh. Plus one blade, two, so you take three points of damage. You go down With to my five. my shield? Ah, your shield. Your shield will cancel out uh something. Uh, We'll say the shield cancels out one point of that damage. It's it's very loosey-goosey here. So you take two. So you go from eight to to six. six. But because of the complication, I get to attack again. Same situation. A 19 and an 11. So, same thing. You take two points of damage. Eh, half down. Okay. All right, so you're down to half. That could have been a lot worse. (laughs)
5: How Mm -hmm. rapid is rapid recovery?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not rapid enough. (laughs) All right. Do I want to spend two points of threat to seize the initiative and let Elania go?
5: No. Nah, you don't need to.
1: Awesome. Mm. No. Mm. Does Elania have a bar? She can just throw at Pharos?
2: Oh, that was a whole asset. Kill him?
1: Hmm. Let's see what the Lady hmm. Jessica has. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, she's got uh, a lot of cool stuff. She's got the voice, hyper-awareness. You know what? I'm not going to seize the initiative. I'm going to hold on to my threat and Great. let one of you go. All that's <laughs> left is Aurelius and Pharos. And Elenia in this round.
2: Did you spend a threat in that starter attack?
1: <laughs> I did to mm-hmm. up the quality of my weapon. Oh. Mm-hmm. Right. Ferris has a gun.
0: Uh huh. Ferris has a gun. Do I, now that the now that the uh, starter cars moved out of the way? Do I have a clear shot at
1: Elenia? Uh, sure do. Does she have a shield? no man she's got a pretty dress
4: <laughs> but she's a god <laughs>
1: right um yeah you shoot at the devil you best not miss that's right um
0: hmm, this is really carving up our friend but yeah uh actually uh yeah they're working for her yes mm-hmm they're her
1: loyal, um, it's great. It's just one saddle car protecting her now that Dresden foolishly went into battle with corn
0: Okay, oh, I'm can going. We, to, oh, sorry, oh, go for it. Well, can we,
3: can, can we use threat to remove a trait from a scene? Yeah, is that two? Is that two? Threat or momentum, it's uh, two, yeah. So can we spend two threat to remove the trait sardacar from the Sardacar? <laughs> <laughs> Is
4: that a thing? Can
1: we do that. You can you can remove the silent uh I do Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: like what? what's
1: my job again? Sometimes I think the questions can be really good. And then you always kidding me. <laughs>
4: Don't
1: worry, I'm gonna kill you back there.
3: Okay. <laughs> I'm cheerleading from behind the crate. <laughs>
0: Okay. Um, a crate of poison? <laughs> Feroz uh, shouts out, Not another move! As he kind of raises the, the, the laze gun so that all can see that it's pointed at Elenia. Um, it seems to me that you're... Your husband, you've taken such great pains to resurrect, making yourself a hero. Now, unfortunately, it's bleeding to death on the floor of a cave. And I should hope, and tell me when you need me to roll, I should hope, as his face changes, that perhaps we can have a more amenable conversation if we all understand that there are things that we can offer to one another... As now the face of, uh, Dresden, Tyloris, is, uh, holding a, um, uh, a, uh, a gun on her. Don't you agree, my betrothed?
5: <laughs>
1: oh, that was great. Twists right be-
5: and turns. Right
1: before you did that, I was looking at one of, because I'm using Lady Jessica for her, one of her talents is passive scrutiny. When mm-hmm. Jessica enters a scene, she may know one piece of hidden information as if she's spent threat to obtain that information. And what I was going to do is reveal you. Yeah. Oh. And now you just reveal <laughs> yourself. I'm back against the wall here. God, you're good. And Aurelius jumps up.
0: He's like, I
3: see. That's what I was trying to say with the hand signals. I'm.
1: <laughs> oh ah. no <laughs> Ah yes Lelaxu Your kind has been Most helpful to me Over the years And I agree That you can continue to be helpful But only you Remove Delessa And the Fremen And join me or take arms against me. And die, she uses the voice.
4: <gasps>
1: Flavor voice. <laughs> <laughs> Echoes in your head. And
0: this, And a lot really comes down to this. How loyal is Pharos mm. really?
4: <gasps>
1: this is my question. Mm-hmm. It's my question. Here it is. How loyal is he loyal to the Tlelaxu? To Delessa.
2: I look over my shoulder at him questioningly.
1: He's got a gun pointed just past you. Mm hmm. Or on you.
2: I flashback through all of the fun times we had, eating ice cream, skipping <laughs> through the palace,
4: spying oh on Aurelius. <laughs> <laughs> the, the baby b- takes the moon
0: and <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. There is part of me. Now, Troy, I feel as though this is a moment where like, yeah, he's spent years... In this role um and and to the point where like he might lose himself in it um but i think like ultimately always he's a tool for the for the faction that made him Mm um i'm gonna i'll propose something to you and you tell me if this is dumb I, I doubt it will be. It's dumb I
4: hate it. <laughs> I
0: want to <laughs> I I I roll. Uh-huh. And I think oh. maybe the roll here is um is maybe just flat, uh like duty. My duty is a five. And I think if I roll under a five, my allegiance is with House Sudan. That I've that I've gone that I've gone native, but Ooh. there's a much greater possibility that I'm uh, that my conditioning takes over. The way these things work is I'm a, I'm like a human <laughs> time bomb. At this moment, perhaps, like the conditioning of the Tholuxu wakes up, and I realize that I was put here for just this purpose, Manchurian Candidate, exactly. Yeah. And so With this role, we'll de- this With role will decide <laughs> worst-case <laughs> scenario. <laughs> does this
1: sound Does this sound right? <laughs> Oh my god, I mean the odds are so stacked the against odds are House terrible Sudan. for House
2: pitch. I roll a difficulty, and you're on my side if you don't beat my difficulty.
0: <laughs> that, it could come down to how persuasive you you've been over this time. I can use the voice on you. Yeah.
2: <sighs> so much ice cream.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do you want to do it like that? Do you want to make this a contest? Yes, yes, oh. contest between you and D'Alessa, because D'Alessa, you see him questioning
0: your situation. You can see it in my eyes. Like, that that's part of me is, like, fighting a a voice in my head that is just like, the time has come. Do your true, your true duty, the intention for which you were made. Kill them all. And, um, and, uh, so yeah, what what's the thing I have to be? And in this case, it maybe just wouldn't be the, uh, um, the flat
1: five. Instead, Deleesa would... will set the difficulty by yeah. her command to you, great, uh, or whatever you want to do, Deleesa. I love mm. this because you know when you think about it. If you look at this, even though Dresden's dead, Tylor Thurman is dead, the Sardacar is dead, the Gom Jabbar is gone, and it's a Sardacar soldier and this Bene Gesserit against an uh, an unarmed dalesa yeah. and a war and a warrior in Corin who just got struck twice by the Sardacar and then. Aurelius is your is your buffing cleric uh, hiding behind the boxes. Great. So the, the tides have turned here. D'Alessa, how do you want to set the difficulty of this check?
2: Um, I would like to set it as high as I can. <laughs> and then um, he'll have to beat it to go against the voice with which I say to him, this one is not loyal to Dilaxlu. She is an abomination.
1: Great. Okay, so what's the what am I trying to hit or exceed? This sounds like a discipline, command. Yeah. And uh, uh, what do you think, Becca? Truth, power, justice?
2: Still. Oh God. It's like Benny Jazzeret versus Tulaxu. Yeah. So I think my power is Benny Jazzeret related. I would
1: say oh, that. Okay. Alright, so you got a, you're aiming for a fifteen here. Anything under seven uh is a crit, but then you use the voice as well, which allows you to add one, two, or three points of threat uh to up the difficulty for uh Ross. Yeah, uh <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You can roll first to see what you get, and then decide how much threat you want to spend to make it even harder uh, for Ross. For Ferris Okay. So roll uh, under 15. Anything under seven counts is two successes.
2: So I'm rolling two first.
1: PVP. PVP.
2: A four and a 12. So that's three successes so far.
1: All right, okay. so that's a difficulty three. You can make that four, five, or six, depending on how much threat you want to give. With the power of the voice.
2: Well, is he allowed to to give threat,
0: too? In this case, Troy, would I, to bump up my roll, spend threat? Yes. Oh, yeah, because you're on his side. You're on Troy's side mm -hmm.
3: now.
1: I will I loan Faros threat. Yeah, I'll be I'll spend it for Ross to try okay, and turn well, it. Okay, well then
2: here's the thing because I get a better deal of one for one, <laughs> you sure do. Uh, versus the escalating cost. Mm-hmm. Then I'll spend 3. And okay. that's going to make it a difficulty 6.
1: And then what how much threat do I have left, Any?
2: You have 5. 5 left? Yeah.
1: Oh wow. Okay. Uh, you had to you gave him 3. Yeah. Alright, Ross. Let's have some
0: fun here. Difficulty Great. six. So okay. Duty was the uh was the um drive I chose. Skill mm-hmm.
1: um t- mm. Is it your face dancing or no wait, uh, where are you here? For this
0: for the skill, I actually think this might come down to understand. Yep. How much does how much right. does he understand about what he truly is and what his his heart and mind really tell him, is he just a weapon? Is he just a thing, a tool? Or is, is there something in him that is truly loyal, that truly cares about the, uh, the relationship oh, that he's, yeah. that he's built up over this It'd time. Be that or discipline,
3: I think would be the two. Right. Yeah. But they both, they understand definitely that works. So
1: are you are yeah, thinking no. understand and duty? Yes. Okay. That's a 13. Uh, deductive reasoning doesn't really fall in here so the only so. crit you're going to get is a 1 i'm going to spend 3 threat to give you two more dice okay so you're going to roll four dice and you need six successes and that basically means you either need ones or mm-hmm. rolls under 13 this is four pretty dice. pretty i don't know here i don't know need, that means you need a natural 1 for this to succeed right and then i keep two threat for myself my target is 13
0: yes yeah this is basically impossible <laughs> oh. <laughs> you need two net ones wait 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 Oh, uh, yeah so if you but i can still roll so if i roll under a focus that or if i roll under a skill that does not have a focus i don't get the extra success right all right
2: this does feel like it fits under traps though
1: yeah you're definitely trapped oh yep Let's, yeah, let's up the ante. This is a uh, classic lock suit trap. Okay. Oh I
4: God. can't even look. Why did I say
1: that out loud?
0: What <laughs> was the number I had to
1: beat? Six. Thirteen. Six. Or under seven. Oh.
0: Okay, that was the number of successes I had to get. Okay, I've made it. all the rolls. You see the laser gun tremble in uh in the hands of Dresden Dolores. There's, um... Eyes that are not the, f- the eyes of Pharos that you know, like look at you, Telessa. As after you've said that, that these intentions are not the true intentions of the That this is an abomination. Speaking with her own will and not not the will of the of the faction that made me. And you see my eyes narrow as as uh, Dresden looks at you, and then with an impassive gaze looks at um, Elenia... And
1: blasts her right in the fucking oh face. God. Oh my god. All oh. right. has chosen chose house who dan. Uh, wow. okay. Wow. Delessa really would cool. be
2: sweating if she didn't have the prong, prong, ability to
5: hold it in.
1: <laughs> Unless
5: you're wearing a still suit right now, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> or maybe okay, you how just I- used a lot of right guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how much momentum do you guys have right now still zero oh. still zero yeah. okay uh, go ahead and uh, I, I want to say that the whole thing that happened between Delessa and Faris was like a mini game okay. I'm going to keep your initiative take the shot on right. uh, Elenia Thank you, and I'm um. going to have her set the difficulty for you great uh, hers is going to be uh, it's not really battle discipline and faith Okay. The discipline focus is self-control, which doesn't really sound good here, so i just going to set difficulties. Natural one and oh. a five. Oh. <gasps> so that's wow. going to be uh, three successes that set your difficulty at three to hit her. Uh, your Laze Gun, will say, is quality one. You found a quality one lay's Gun. Really? So if you hit, you'll do three points of damage. Okay. I, I, it's battle and duty.
0: I feel like I am now... I am now... Completely dutiful to <laughs> her highness, Delessa Um awesome. And I want to—I want to give you some threat to buy another dice because right now I'm just working with two. That's smart. If you hit here, you'll do—you'll take away half of her HP in one shot. All right, here we go. Three, um, three dice. Here we go. Got to get under can eleven. You, can you spend bonus momentum earned on
1: an attack roll to inflict more damage? Does that work? <sighs> that sounds right, but. Ross seems like he may have struggled here. I just oh. got one success. One oh, no. success.
2: All that power struggle and you couldn't even aim.
0: <laughs> yeah, not, not built for it.
1: Oops.
5: <laughs> womp and also womp.
0: <laughs>
1: oh dear. Okay. Let's have some fun. It's her turn. Oh no. She just because I think this is interesting story-wise, <laughs> she uses the voice on Aurelius. Mm. Oh, no. And what she's going to say is, kill the Tleilaxu. Oh, <laughs> ah! <laughs> So... Let's work out how this is going to go down
4: oh, okay. <laughs> okay. We've had
5: <got> some popcorn <laughs> <laughs> I'd be uh, stress eating right now
1: <laughs> So I uh, spend up three points that. It's a communicate test I can get automatic successes uh, To try and force you to do this Communicate is uh, six for her and I think it is uh, I'm going to stick with faith so trying to think what are the best the best way that this works I can spend up to three points of threat to buy automatic successes on a communicate test Um, and how many points of threat do I have left three three all right I'm going to spend them all To set the difficulty at three for you to resist this voice. Okay. And if you fail, the the result will be on your turn, which is the last turn of the round. Here, you have to move to attack Faros with your shaky sword. Okay. (laughs) And it's because you think that he's. he's You're fine either way. Just (laughs) just letting you know. (laughs) Never know. Nat one. So what do you want to roll here, Skid, to try and okay, resist I'll the Okay, I'll roll power?
3: Discipline and Duty. Okay. So, and I don't have a focus, so that is uh, just 13 or lower.
1: 13 or lower, uh, but you need three successes, so do you want to give yeah. me some threat?
3: Yeah, I gotta I gotta give you a point of threat to get at least one more die. So. I'll take it. Uh, that's two successes and a nat 20. Oh my gracious.
1: Man, you are red hot with those Nat 20s. Yeah. All right. Wrong game. So she commands yeah. you, and something in your mind tells you that what you knew all along, the minute you saw him when he was climbing up that rock change, this guy's bad news. So the complication is you can move for free right up to Pharos, and now it's your turn. To attack him with this sword. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, Pharos, you'll set the difficulty here uh, because you turn around and you see Aurelius uh, coming at you. So, uh, battle. Yeah, battle. And you could also, I would argue, understand, like what is happening here. Uh, yeah, I would. I, I, will, I will go with understand to try to faint mm-hmm. and uh,
0: and uh, yeah, let's Do go. Do faith. Let's go justice. Just, justice.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. That's going to be an 11. I've got to roll under uh, anything under 11 here. I got I get rolled two eights, so that's two successes. All right, Skid. So you are attacking him with a difficulty two. If you hit, you will do three points of damage to Pharoahs. Okay. So I'm going to do battle and power. So... Okay.
2: the swords we found are level one
1: yeah everything every weapon you found was of quality one wow so i mean it's gonna you're doing what battle and battle and and power battle and power all right so it's a 10 yeah uh and your battle you don't have a focus in it uh power by hook or by crook yeah, but that doesn't matter. David yeah. Doesn't matter. All right. Um, if you anything under 10, you need two successes. If you do, Ferris gets hit. Okay. I rolled a natural one.
3: Two successes. Nope. And a natural 20.
4: Oh, my wow. God.
1: All right. So Uh-oh. the complication is foundry. It, the like, complication uh, is don't
4: that we know. Don't... <laughs> <laughs>
1: My complication is I'm going to turn that 20 into another success. You hit Pharos and do three points of damage. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So I'm down. Three points, you say? Yep. So now you're down to uh, (gasps) four, uh, as it were. Uh, So it is a new round, and perhaps the last round. You guys can go. There are two enemies left, or three, if you count Aurelius. Who wants to go first?
2: And I feel like you gotta redeem your attack on that Sardaukar.
5: Yes. And, uh, cause it's either I attack or I get attacked.
1: Here's an idea I'm gonna throw out to you. Spend momentum or give threat to increase the quality of your Chris Knife even further, so that if you did, do hit, you'll do even more damage. Uh, and move subtly to try and, uh, attack twice. I don't know. It's tough here because Pharos can't shoot him and Aurelius is playing for the wrong
2: team. Yep, so um, i, I got. Do you need to move? Because you were already
5: in, I'm already in there. ...combat
2: range so can, with the
1: side I? Oh,
5: yeah,
2: oh, yeah so You don't have to move I...
1: subtly. You just attack and then seize the initiative to attack again at a plus one D.
5: Yes. That's what I'm going to do. Um, so I'm spending to increase the um, quality of my knife.
1: Yeah, we'll say okay. that like something in the, in the fight with Dresden... Made it sharper. I don't know. All right. So, two uh, dice. I don't know if you could do this, but let's So, rolling we want to get two that dice, up.
5: but potentially. Okay. Oh, wait. As a master of arms, what do I. Can I increase.
1: Yeah, you can spend threat to uh, increase the quality of it even further, but I think you did that already, or we talked about it, but you didn't actually we do it. We talked
5: about it, but we didn't do it, so I could do it now?
1: Yeah, so I mean, again, I don't really know 100% how this works, but I think it's fun. You could get, you could be making this attack at a quality four, which if you hit would do six points of damage.
5: Okay, but I'm still rolling just two dice.
1: Yes, but let me set the difficulty first, so he's going to okay. try to block this. Uh, that is battle and duty. Oh no uh, Two successes I rolled a 13 and a 12 Which are both under 16 uh, But not under the 8 Necessary to make that multiple successes So two successes
2: Okay is How what many you need. threat did she need to spend? Because Master she, at Arms says you can go one for one With mom- momentum But we don't have any of that Yeah.
1: Master at so Arms. you can do
2: one threat instead of two
1: Uh, so does yours say threat from or momentum for master of arms because the starter card says spend threat Uh, yours says momentum
5: I think so I have to check the roll 20 I'm looking at it
1: okay and uh, do you have any momentum to spend okay so you'd have to double you'd have to double it up spend two threat to bring it up to a quality three
5: okay all right yeah let's do this
1: okay Rock and roll.
5: <sighs> all right. So three dice. Mm-hmm.
1: Or Excuse me. Threat. I bring up to quality two. Uh, you have three. Did you buy another die?
5: That's what I thought I was doing. Sorry. I'm, I'm a little. Oh, no.
1: Goofy. Yeah, no. It's just, just all over the place. Uh, you spent two threat to increase the quality from quality one to quality two. You can then yes. spend another threat uh, to add a die. That's what I'm going to do. Great. So you got three die. You need two successes. Odd. A Seven. A six and a three. Oh, oh. Like six successes. Right? because <laughs> uh, they <there's laughs> Alright, so that adds four momentum. And because <sighs> it was now a quality two blade, you I'm take him, you take him down to half HP. If you want to spend two of that momentum right now, you can attack again at a <laughs> yes. plus one D. Yes, yes, right, yes. So I'm gonna set my uh Oh, ooh. Oh, this is I rolled a five and a six so oh. that's four successes but because you seize the initiative to go again that now ups it to a five difficulty
4: <gasps> oh,
1: However oh, no. if you hit here you will kill the Sardukar.
5: So I just Speak. need one success on a hit.
1: Yeah well you need you need five successes I need
5: five successes to hit him yes <gasps> that's a I kill only
1: have
5: shot to die. There's nothing else I could spend If you to can get keep die. giving
1: threat, um, but then you're really stacking the odds against you. Uh, you really don't have much of a choice, though. I know. This is the time to do it. Don't forget, you just rolled six successes. Uh, you do have a little momentum left.
2: Yes. Would you say she complied with her drive with using her knife so good?
1: Well, let me see what that drive statement is. It says... Power comes at a knife's edge. Oh no! Did you use duty as a sharp blade? You have a lot of knifey statements.
5: I, yeah, I do. I did. Power comes at a knife's edge.
1: I would say you complied with your drive statements. You have a point of determination. You'll need okay, it. Okay.
5: That I can then spend.
1: You can spend to have an automatic success. Yes. Automatic crit. Automatic one. Automatic
5: crit. So that's okay. two. Yeah. I'm that's do two that. out
1: of the five that you oh. need. Okay. Uh, I'd say you want to buy at least two more dice. Yes. Wait,
3: isn't it Determination is Isn't it basically Buying an additional die That is an automatic one? Is that right? I think
2: it's
5: one or the other
2: Choose one of the d20s In your dice pool Consider it to be a one Okay
5: So now I'm rolling four dice And I have a a critical success
1: Uh, yes So you're gonna only roll three dice Because you bought two One is a natural one Three dice You need uh, Three more successes here And you kill the Sardukar
5: Oh. I rolled a 3 A 3 and a 15
1: Okay So that is 5 more successes uh, 3, 3, 15 So that's 2, 2, uh, yeah, 4, 5 successes Plus plus six, seven, seven successes So you bank two momentum And you kill the final sardine yeah. <laughs>
4: Yes awesome. awesome
1: Wow
5: Wow um, I'm sweating, you guys. I don't. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, Corin, dual-wielding her Chris knives. You see him in an X in her hand, and she slashes forward against his neck.
1: <laughs> and just nice. whops his head off. Yeah. <laughs> you just killed two car, this team. <sighs> but now it's down. Elenia Houdin. Who knows what her name is now? She's so hidden, deep in the web that she's been weaving ever since she was a child. This is gonna be nasty. Uh.
2: Can I appeal to her reason? Oh, we went twice. Uh. Never mind.
1: Let me ask you this. How much threat do I have? Four. Four threat? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm gonna spend two. To create the asset... No, Gamjabar. don't say it.
4: Oh. oh!
1: Okay. I am then gonna... Throw that Gamjabar... At one of the four of you. You'll have a chance to set the difficulty... For whether or not that Gamjabar will hit. If it then hits and succeeds... That character will die. <laughs> I kinda want to determine who it hits... Randomly But this is so awful I'm gonna let Duchess D'Alessa Houdin Randomly determine Who gets <laughs> hit <laughs> oh.
4: oh
1: no Becca you are one on the D- is the head <laughs> <around>. <laughs> Becca you're a one on a d4 Corin, Your right hand woman Is a two Pharos is a three And Aurelius Is a four you roll, I'm just, I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about all the possibilities. My gut reaction was like, I want it to be Delesa because that's mother as reborn child kills daughter. Horrible. But then I'm like, no, Corin, It's gotta be Corin. Kill the lover that is It's equally horrible. Then I'm like, pharos pharos just made the ultimate decision for good, and then he dies. And then, oh no, Aurelius goes down, the most innocent one in the bunch. Like, literally, he <laughs> wanted nothing to do with this fight, and he um. dies. So it's, it's it's horrible no matter what. Uh, Becca, it's going to be a one for you, two for Corin, three for Pharos, four for Aurelius. And again, it might not kill, but still not good.
2: Mm. Heavy is the head indeed. Yeah. <sighs> okay, three, two, one. It's a Four.
1: Aurelius Oh no Oh no I'm helping her oh, no. <laughs>
5: Our sweet mentat boy Whose tears
0: <laughs>
1: Alright She's had to be an saving, saving me <laughs> from... <laughs> He was going for Faris And just flew past And then Aurelius Alright You do have a chance To save yourself here Aurelius By setting the difficulty For her Gom Jabbar Toss Okay You have uh... Tell me what you want to use here I'm open to anything I'll do I'll do can I do move because I have the grace focus yeah it's a lo, it's a low score for you but you get that uh, added bonus of a five or under because you're trying to gracefully move out of the way as you're coming to from being possessed by the voice so yeah right. move and then and I'll and uh, oh gosh uh, power power by hook by, or, or like by the, crook I don't know yeah, uh, it doesn't not work, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I would I would also argue for duty, you know. Yeah, because um, if you you are House Sudin, House Udine is you. Yeah, and this true. is life or death.
3: That's true. Okay, we'll do we'll do duty and move.
1: Roll two d right. twenty. Anything under a thirteen is a success. Anything five or under is two successes. Did he roll another natural twenty?
3: I rolled a seven. Which is two, one six, success, eight. and then yeah, I rolled another, another natural twenty. That's a lot of okay. first founder. You guys, you, I love it. All right, you guys. so
1: the difficulty is one, one, and there's a complication.
3: <laughs> <Yeah. sighs> Dice in general just hate you, skip. <laughs> <know>. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so many natural twenty, and so many other occasions when this would be amazing. <laughs> today not so much
1: alright she is going to use move the focus is body control I'm going to say that that's good Uh, and I'm going to actually switch to justice here okay because she has some warp sense of justice for the universe to kill the most innocent both. You're all innocent, I guess. Uh, But literally the the most defenseless person here. This is... uh, I'm not even going to talk about the complication yet because I'm so sick to my stomach that this is happening. Justice 6, move 7. 13 or under. Two dice. I'm just going to let the dice fly.
2: Not 20, not 20, not 20.
1: So, it was move 7 and Justice 6... So that's 13. Uh-huh. I rolled a four. I'm not even shitting you. I rolled a 14 and a natural fucking 20.
4: <laughs> oh I cursed you.
1: Wow. So I'm going to say okay. the complications uh, cancel each other out. She does not hit you with the Gom Jabbar. And now she is wildly alone and exposed. I want to take us out of combat. And I want you to cinematically describe what you are going to do here. Dalesa. The fate of your reborn mother now rests in your hands. Are you going to execute her, capture her, torture? What do you want to do here? Command your team.
2: I think we all catch each other's eye, and then we start stalking towards her like a family of cats as it fades to black. And you see us in... uh, Like um, a a jalopy of an old, uh, (laughs) um, um, uh, what's the flying thing, ornithopter that we found, and keeping her as prisoner, like a zoo animal for the new house Houdin. And we'll, um, of course, turn her in to Harkonnen should they want, but offer that we could keep her on display for their amusement and that of the other noble houses.
1: So ultimately you choose to let her live.
0: She
4: is my you mom. Say, Ross?
0: <laughs> I, have que- I have a question you- for the Duchess. Do you take Pharos' bargain of saving the life of Dresden Tylorus by returning from the desert having
4: <gasps>
0: found him?
2: Of course we do. Why would we not save this young house lord that will implant himself
0: for us? <laughs> So, alas, um... Pharos, uh... died out in the desert. Swept away. Devoured by the mighty... By the mighty worm, the old man of the desert. But thankfully... The young Dresentilorus was saved from the terrible clutches... Of this (laughs) abominable ex-Benegesserit. He greets his mother and father... Tearfully. And as he holds himself, he's like... Alas, our household is secure and his eyes meet the duchess. The house (laughs) is saved.
2: And we are to be wed.
1: That's right. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Quite the promotion. (laughs) Aurelius, how do you smooth over the fact that a Harkonnen guard was killed in your escape? Uh, I go through, I I find some... Some uh,
3: technicality in Arakine law uh, that uh, allows a, a guard, uh, a- anyone in the service of a house, uh, to be murdered by anyone else if they wear their shoes wrong, or
1: something. <laughs> so you find some loophole uh, find that a loophole. explains away what happened. Uh, and Corin, uh, your your Duchess, uh, your lover, is now to be wed to (laughs) Farris. A
5: little salty, but it's for the best.
0: And perhaps, perhaps like like an evening is like duties draw to a close. Like you can see like Dresden in quotes, like draw a curtain to the, to the adjoining room where he will sleep alone. Uh, yeah i like uh, i'll
5: take it from here exactly <laughs> and,
0: in the, and in the and in the darkness like you see just kind of like him like turn into this gray homunculus <laughs>
4: I'm just kind of like
0: staring into space and contemplating a future he never could have imagined
1: so weird wow and so we wrap up our story uh Let's say we wrap up back at the Opera House. It's another opening night. And the uh, crowds are rolling in to check out uh, yet another one of House Houdin's um, shows. Maybe they've convinced uh, Ty Loris that... uh, we should keep our, our names separate Who knows Or maybe it's now the house Ty- Hey you no know, that's what it is It's the house Ty Loris opera house now uh, And you know What you said You improvised this In, in the first episode Ross You were like uh, It's the story The story ends With the hero Coming back to life Do you remember you said oh, that? Oh wow yeah. <laughs>
4: Incredible You thought wow. he dead.
1: Yeah, and the whole time I knew I wanted <laughs> Dresden to, it to be a fake out, and so that's what happened. So now maybe this show that you put on is a dramatic retelling of, uh, your, uh, exploits here, but everything is vague, you know, vague and, and shrouded Failed in and metaphor, and- uh, so you don't quite know what's going on, and, and the Duke and Duchess Tyloris are, are watching, uh, as Pharos, as Dresden sits, uh, hand in hand with Delessa, all for show, and Aurelius, uh, and Corin are there watching. Watching. Um, and the show ends And the lights go dark And we will pick it up here Sometime <laughs> in the future Thank you, guys. Uh, yeah. Ross Bryant, <laughs> Becca you, Scott, Troy. Skidmar, Nor Abraham. You, you guys are such a, a joy to uh, play with. I, I really, truly feel blessed every time I get the chance to play uh, with all of you. And uh, I will, I will miss this. I will, gi- legi- as much as ha- much hard work as this was, I'll legitimately uh, miss playing with this group. Let's do it again sometime. We'll miss you, yeah. Troy. Please, please, great stuff. All right, thank you. You're right. somebody else's problem now. <laughs> 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 I won't see you next week, but be sure to tune in for episode 6 of Inherit the Sand, where everything is about to change. Good night, everybody.
0: Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.